Hey there, everybody. It's Quickie Nog back for another episode on my podcast. Today, we will be talking Mario Party. So I missed. So we're going to be talking about Mario Party. Uh, first, we'll probably go over the history of, um, you know, all the Mario Parties. But what I mainly wanted to focus on was the new Super Mario Party coming out for the Switch. Uh, October 5th, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's when I think it is. Um, and then we're just going to be talking about that. And whether or not it can come back to its glory days of the older Mario parties. Before all this getting together in a car crap. Okay, so Mario Party. Let me just tell you, I love Mario Party. Mario Party, for this sake uh, of this episode. Blah, sorry, I got tongue twisted there. We're not going to be talking about, um, like... The DS games, even though I love Mario Party DS, that one was underrated, and it was actually a very good Mario Party. Um, not the best, but it was probably better than 9, or uh, maybe 8, I don't know, 8 was okay, but, uh, and we're not gonna be talking about, I think, it was Super, was it Super Mario Party Advance, or something for the Game Boy, or Game Boy Advance, uh, and then there was like, Island Tour, or something, I think is one of them in the series. Uh, we're not going to be talking about that one. For this sake, we're just going to be talking about console games, uh, you know, 1 through 10, and at the very end we'll talk about the new Super Mario Party. So, the first Mario Party. Uh, let me just say, I have played it. Um, I've played it twice, but it's been on the same board. Uh, I think it was the Donkey Kong board, whatever. It was a good board. I actually enjoyed it. Um, close game. I, I didn't win. I lost in, like, the very end to one of my friends. Uh, it was me and three others. You know, just classic Mario Party. Sit down on the couch. You know, grab some popcorn. You know, you're friends when you start, but after the game, you're not friends anymore. Just kidding. We're still friends. But, you know, that's what Mario Party does. It, it has the ability to end friendships. Um, but, I like I said, I played it. It was on an emulator on my Wii because we tried to look for the N64 uh, game. Because my friend had an N64, but not the cartridge, and the cartridge was crazy expensive online, and we didn't want to really go through with that, so we're just like, hey, I can emulate it, we can play it on my Wii. So that's what we did. A great game, has good minigames, I will say. One of them uh, was the one, I believe, where you had the control stick and you're supposed to move it around real quick. I want to say it was like a tug-of-war game, where you had like a piranha... PD Piranha or something at the bottom, and he, like, ate you if you fell down there. But it was a good one. And actually, fun fact about that, they had to start sending players gloves because it was tearing up their hands when they were doing that, and they were getting, like, blisters and stuff, which, I mean, we did that. We probably did that minigame, like, six or seven times between the two boards, and uh, it wasn't, like, I mean, it still hurt, but... It didn't, we get, it didn't get anywhere close to giving me blisters. I won, like, almost all of them, too, so I was going pretty fast, but oh, I guess. I, I mean, I can see how it would happen. I just, it didn't happen to me. Um, but, yeah, I had a, it has some other good games. I don't remember all of them because this was probably a little over a year ago. Um, we're trying to get together and do it again and play the older ones because we all have the newer ones, but, you know... I'm the only one with the older ones emulated, so we're going to try and get together and do that soon. Moving on. Oh, wait. I forgot to say. First one 
was released in 1999. Uh, that's just, if you want to know that, it's neat information, I guess. Uh, so the second one, Mario Party 2, uh, also, well, actually, no, it was released in 1999 in Japan, because the first one in Japan was released in 1998. This one was released in 2000. Shout out to 2000, that's the year I was born, so, you know, shout out to other people born in 2000. Uh, this one, for the most part, was similar, but uh, what I really liked was it had the little costumes your player would wear, depending on the board, like the cowboy one, that's the only one I remember because it's on the box cover, and that's the only board I ever played. Uh, I do have that one on my Wii, I bought on the virtual uh, console shop or whatever, Wii shop channel I think is the Wii, virtual console is like Wii U I think, but um, yeah that one, I still have it, you know, I just played it the other day, I played the cowboy desert board or whatever, pretty good, also has good mini games. I forgot to mention this in the first one, the first Mario Party. Uh, your characters were just Mario, Luigi, Peach, sorry, I almost sneezed there. Uh, Mario, Peach, Luigi, Yoshi, Wario, and Donkey Kong. Uh, so you have, what, six characters right there? Pretty good. Um, I always play as the Donkey Kong himself, because, you know, Konky Dong, the Dong, sorry, for my crude humor. Uh, Mario Party 2 had 65 minigames, um, of course, you know, the whole style, 4 player, 1 versus 3, 2 versus 2, and battle minigames, which let me say, battle minigames are rough, uh, if you have coins, and they're not rough at all if you don't have coins, it's kind of unfair business, but hey, that's Mario Party, so, you know, what am I supposed to tell you that it's, is fair? Uh, this one, I think, was this the one that, uh, it had, I think it was the facelift minigame, where it had Bowser or Mario or whatever, and you could, like, move the face, and maybe it was in the first one. I think it was in the first one, but it might have been in both. I remember this one from one of them, where you would, like, move the face, and it'd have different, like, you had to make it match the picture. That one was neat, and it was weird because it reminded me of Super Mario 64, um, which I think came out before those two. Um, so I guess they got that minigame from that. I, it would make sense. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think that one, did that one have Bowser Land and Space Land? I think, I remember like having the astronaut helmet or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was one of the boards. Um, also about the old ones, uh, it's not like the later ones that had orbs or like the candies or whatever. Uh, you would get your power from having the one-player minigames, which, being a fan of the slightly newer ones, the GameCube era, I always thought that was weird. I felt like that just took up more time. You know, it, like, it, it allowed for you to kind of try and get different items, because you would have, like, uh, someone would have, like, crates. One of them was, like, a train that was going around, and you would stop it, I think, and you would get whichever item that, that was on that little cart. Um, so it was neat in that aspect, but... I just feel like, because you had the possibility of getting, like, you know, a duel, like, uh, the one-player minigame, multi-people, multi I can't talk this episode, multiple people could get the one-player minigames, and then you'd have the minigame at the very end. So, like, I feel like that just drew out the turns to where the game would last longer, and Mario Party already takes a long time if you're doing the standard 20 turns, which uh, I normally do, that's standard to me, 
but I don't know if you guys do 20 turns. But I just feel like that is, it just makes it too long, you know? Too long is a bad thing, because you gotta have time to play more boards. Uh, moving on to Mario Party 3, I will say, I haven't played this one as much. This one came out in 2001, May 2001, 2000 for Japan. Not that you really need to know that, because I don't think any of you have ever been to Japan or lived in Japan. This one was a cool one, because it introduced two new characters, Waluigi and Princess Daisy, which I personally like playing as Waluigi in that game. Sometimes I also play as the Donkey Kong. This one features dual maps, uh, which two players try to lower each other's stamina basically to zero, and there's like non-player characters, NPCs I guess, such as Chain Chomps. Um, also, on my notes, I don't know why I wrote this down, it's the first Mario Party game to have multiple slave sla oh my gosh, slaves. It's the first Mario Party game to have multiple save slots. So, sorry, I've mixed those up. Slave slots. That's, you gotta watch what you're saying there. Um, but yeah, that's, I didn't really write down much for Mario Party 3, like I said, because I, I don't remember much. And I didn't want to try and make up stuff or talk about a game that I haven't played as much. So, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up this section, or segment, uh, the N64 era, as being a good start to the Mario Party series. Uh, for some people that grew up during that time, you know, that's when they think of Mario Party, that's what they think of, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with that. I love the N64 era Mario Party. Um, it's just not my favorite, and I just feel like they could have done a better job making them unique, because 2 was kind of its own thing. It was like, 2 was kind of in the middle, like, 1, 2 borrowed things from 1, and 3 borrowed things from 2. So one and three weren't alike, but two was kind of the happy mix of both, if that makes sense. Uh, so that's probably why I like two out of, you know, those three. But I would just, I don't feel like I'm playing a completely different game. Like there's new boards and in three there's, you know, Waluigi and Daisy. That's cool. But like I said, I just, they could have done more to separate themselves from each other. That's all I have to say for this segment. We'll be right back talking about the GameCube era Mario Parties. My favorite. Can't wait to get back to that. See you in just a moment. You're lousy! Okay, everyone. We're back for the next segment talking about the GameCube era. Before we do that, I made a slight uh, error. I did have a few more notes on the uh, N64 Mario Parties. And there was actually... When I flipped over to the next page of notes, they were there because... Uh, it was dumb. Um, so just coming back to Mario Party 3 for just a second. Um, it actually introduced the original Battle Royale before Fortnite. So Fortnite, get out of here. Um, and then that one actually, Mario Party 3 introduced the dual mode. And it introduced story mode. Which I've done dual mode before, but never story mode for that game. So um, yeah, I just thought I would say something neat about that real quick. Now, getting in to Mario Party 4, the fourth installment in the board game style, and it was released in, or, 2002, I was going to say October 21st, but that doesn't really tell you what year it was, uh, North America was 2002, Japan was 2002, these were the first ones where we actually got it 
before everyone else. Um, so yeah, this game was obviously completely different from 1 through 3. Um, it featured Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Wario, Donkey Kong, Daisy, and Waluigi. So same characters, but still completely different because it was... Well, okay, I can't say it was 3D because all the other ones were 3D, but it was so immersive. Like, it wasn't the whole, you know, 2D background with just 3D players. The board was, like, compared to the later ones, not as good, but I'm a, when it was coming out, it was, wow, it was amazing. The minigames, I feel like Mario Party 4 quite possibly has the best minigames games out of any other Mario Party in the series. it's uh, They're very well made, very well put together. It has the right balance of skill minigames, luck minigames, and, you know, everything in between. Um, it's, uh, it has, like, the little... I'm trying to describe the board. The, like, the background is nice, but the actual board you walk on with, like, the spaces could probably have been made better. It was kind of like they they spent all their time working on like a background image and like you know the over the I guess not overlay because it's not over everything but then they just kind of plop down a generic board that looks the same in every board um, so especially if you compare that between four to five five I'm not there yet but his like way better designs but four was. Uh, some people consider it to be the best Mario Party. I wouldn't go that far. Like I said, maybe best mini games, but if you're considering everything, like the board is what brings it back in my opinion. It could have been better designed, and uh, I'm not really loving the way that they did the items in that game. Uh, because it was a step up from the like the one player mini games to get the items. But it wasn't quite the orb system they had later. It was basically you went to the shop and bought stuff like you do in later games. But um, you would like land on spaces still. But instead of doing a mini game, you had a choice of either a giant box or a small box. And you could either get a giant mushroom, uh, which allowed you, I think, to hit was it two or three dice blocks. It was something. And you could just step over people and take their coins but in doing so you could pass over the star or other you know events on the board and the small like the mini mushroom i think you could roll two but it was only like one through five or one through six dice blocks so you had a minute or a maximum of like 10 or 12 spaces um and quite frankly it didn't really it wasn't worth it that often unless you just wanted to roll a smaller number or which this was retarded i hate doing this um there was a little i don't know how to say it. there was a little thing like a road block um in the path uh most of the time to the star uh in, or in the way to the star and in order to get by it, you could only get by it by being mini so what you would do is you'd have to get really close to it not too close or i meant not you don't want to be far away because, like I said, you're rolling a small dice block. But you want to be just close enough to where you can get underneath it. And, like, you could still get the star going the normal way. But it was, like, a shortcut. It was way quicker. And they had, I think, battle minigame spaces were 
like there in that path and also the chance time was there so you didn't get chance time or battle mini games unless you went in that path and i have had many games where we've never done that so it just kind of it's not impossible to experience those things but it makes it a lot harder because it's just like most of the time it's just easier you know you have to get a mini mushroom you have to get in the right spot and then you have to roll the right number and then it's like there's too many you know things that have to happen in order for you know a a and b have to happen for c to happen and then b and q have to happen for r to happen i don't know how that makes sense but you know what i'm saying um they made it too difficult i guess um to do some of these things and that would be the only thing in my opinion i would fix about that game is take that roadblock out and work a little bit on the the little main board on but like i said mini games were great you know don't fix that you know don't fix it if it's not broken moving on to mario party 5 my personal favorite mario party um which for the longest time was just it was just because it was my first one I ever played and, like, the only one I ever played. So it was, like, a childhood nostalgic bias. Uh, but now, having played pretty much all of them, I I can say that it's my favorite with some reasoning behind it. If someone else says that 5 wasn't their favorite and they say it wasn't the best, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, get up all in their face and be like, oh, you're wrong, but... I, I would disagree strongly because 5 captures what a Mario Party game is supposed to be. A lot of people don't like it. Like, the main reason is the mini games were too luck-based. And they, you know, there wasn't, like, a whole lot of skill mini games or, like, things you can control. Which, one, I disagree with. I feel like they had the just right amount, like... Probably not better mini games than Mario Party 4, but maybe second or third. Second would probably be Mario Party 6, and then third would be uh, Mario Party 5. But, like, what wh- what do you even mean? They're too luck-based. Mario Party is a luck-based game. So, if you have a problem with luck, don't be playing Mario Party. Like, what? don't even complain. Like, that's just crap that they're trying to give Mario Party 5. Like, I'll defend that game till the day I die. Maybe not that far, because I don't know. But you know what I mean. Like, I love it. The boards were so amazing. I feel like it has the best boards out of any of them. And that is 100%, like, not even joking. Don't at me. You can at me if you want, and I'll argue about it with you. But, like, the toy dream, they had, like, a dream system. And that was kind of, like, the whole premise of the boards. The Toy Dream was amazing, and the, what was it, the Undersea Dream, the Undersea Dream was, like, beautiful, probably the most beautiful board in the whole, like, Mario Party ever. You know, you could ride the dolphins, which you can do that in other boards, but there was, like, it was just beautiful, like, it had coral and rocks, and it was just, the music was beautiful. Uh, I was just watching a, uh, like, right before I was, when I was making notes for this, I saw a YouTube video called make Mario Party great again, and I'll probably bring, some of the stuff I actually took notes from that video, because it had some really good points, uh, and I'll talk about that later, when we get to the gross Mario Parties, but it had the Undersea Dream uh, playing in the background, that was kind of the theme for that video, so now, like, the whole time I'm talking about it, 
it's in my head and it's stuck there, but beautiful game. If you want to check it out, please check it out. If you live close, come play with me. I don't care. Hit me up. I'll drive to your house if you want and I'll hit you up and we'll play it. Um, but it has great, the story mode, the story mode was cool too, in my opinion, because Koopa Kid, bring Koopa Kid back. Koopa Kid is a dead Mario Party character. There's or just Mario character in general. Because, uh, no, he wasn't in Smash, he wasn't in Mario Kart, but you know what I'm saying, like, he was, I like him better than Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr.'s got, like, kind of a, he's kind of like a baby, he might, he might as well just be baby Bowser, because he's just kind of a whiny, like, eh, dad, character, like, Koopa Kid was cool, like, he was a mischievous, and he did stuff, but the, the story mode kind of premised around, uh, you're doing all the dreams because Bowser is trying to make his own dream and he's trying to ruin the other ones. So what you do is you, you know, it's, you play the boards, but it's not like a classic style. You have to try to like each, uh, Koopa kid, you have the green, red, and the blue one. You all start out with 20 coins and you have to like run into them on the board and, um, like fight them and make them lose coins, I guess. And, as a kid, it was hard because I was terrible at mini games. But I guess when they when they pair the luck based games with the story mode, the, in a sense, there they're kind of right because you're trying to win and it's hard when it's luck based. But the duels, the, the dual mini games, weren't that luck based. There was a few, but for the most part, it was like reaction timing thingies and like that, where you just had to like hit the first button quicker than the other person. And playing a computer is not that hard, uh, but then at the end, you had Bowser's Nightmare, which was, like, his own dream he made, you beat him, and then you do a really cool Bowser battle, which has, like, three or four stages, it's kind of long, but, you know, I still like it, uh, and uh, it has some, some darn good minigames, uh, one of my favorites might be Hotel Goomba, Hotel Goomba is amazing, I love it when you, it's like a puzzle, you punch the, um, the little Goombas out of the way to try and get a path up to the very top of the hotel. That was amazing. Um, it's just, and then Coney Island, gosh, I get Coney Island probably 10 times aboard, but I love it. It's you like collect falling ice cream from the sky and whoever has the most on their cone wins. And then triple jump, the one where you like, there's like, it's B A B and you tap it and see, you can jump the farthest. That one was, I admitted I'm not very good at it. But, I don't know. I'm actually... I consider myself to be a really good button masher. That's what another it, uh, type game is that people have a problem with in that one. Is that a lot of them is button mashing. Which, if you're good at button mashing like me, you'll love it. But if you're not good at button mashing, then you probably hate it. Which, I can see why some people hate it. It's because they're just bad. That's what they're saying. They're not saying it's a bad game. They're just bad at the game. That's what they need to say. You know? You can at me at that. You can come fight me, dog. I'll beat you in Mario Party. But, anyways, enough talking about that. I kind of talked about that for an unfair amount, but that's just because it's my favorite. Mario Party... Actually, no, 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 I kind of missed it. Mario Party 5 introduced Toad, uh, Boo, and Koopa Kid. I believe those are the three. Because that would be... What is it? I don't know how many characters that is. It was like 9 or 10. I think that's it. Koopa Kid, Toad, and Boo. I think, yeah. Um, I'll say later if I forgot any, but uh, I just wanted to say that. Those characters were cool. Most of the time, I play as Toad. Toad's my boy. I used to play as Koopa Kid, but 
uh, just because he was, you know, wanted to bring him back, but sadly he'll probably never come back, so rip him. Um, and Boo is cool. I don't really understand how he's a character because, you know, he doesn't have feet, and a lot of those minigames require, like, it's like jumping and stuff like that, and I feel like having a ghost character that can float is a little unfair, but whatever. Uh, but moving on, Mario Party 6. Mario Party 6 is, uh, for the majority of my friends, that's their favorite game, because, uh, but my only problem with that is, it's, I'd say it's too skill-based, and I probably play that one not as much as 5, but still a lot, just because, like I said, it's their favorite game, so that's, whenever I go to friends' houses, that's what we play, um, but not to, like, hate on them or anything, because some of them will probably listen to this, but... I just feel like I'm too good at it. Not to, like I said, not to brag on myself, but I just play it a lot, and I have a lot of experience. So whenever I try and play some of my friends or like other friends that haven't played it as much, it's at least on the mini game aspect or like side of things, it's kind of unbalanced. You know, it's not. That's why I like the luck based games because I can play with someone who's never played the game and they have a chance of winning. And like, not that I want to lose. But it just makes it more fun when we all have a chance. No one wants to play a game where it's the same person winning every time. Which is probably why me and my friends don't play Smash as much. Because I always beat them in Smash. Haha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 6, it had some good boards. Better than 4. Uh, not as good as 5. Towering Treetop was a fun... That's probably the classic. That's probably the one I play the most. Egad's Workshop. or No, Egad's Garage. That one was fun. That one I, I play a lot. Um, what's the one, uh, it's like the one where you run around and you're trying to get to DK on the boat, uh, because, um, he's there, and it's also Bowser, and, like, if you land it, or on DK, he gives you a star for free, but Bowser takes a star or 20 coins, I think. That one's neat. That one I lost to one of my friends, and if you're watching this, Remington, gosh dang it, you fool, but he, uh, he beat me because we were playing me and him and then uh, Mario and Luigi were playing as the CPU and they were on hard and they were the dumbest thing. Like they, they pretty much said no to a star. Like they just walked up and they're like, yeah, one of them literally said no to a star. The other one was like, he had, he, it was like a space in front of him that if he landed on, it would have gave my friend like all these like buttload of coins it was like still half your coins or whatever which he had like none so you know he was only a star away from beating me he could have rolled like any number out of instead of like a six or something let's just use that for an example so he had like a nine out of ten chance of not getting that what does he do he lands on it and the sad part is he had like a little turn or like there was this like a branch in the path where he could have not even went that way like that's the thing. A person like would have said, "Oh, I have this many spaces. If I land on that, I lose half my coins. I'm not going that way." But as a computer, he was just like, "All right, sounds good," and lost half his coins. Then my friend got a star, and long story short, he beat me not even by a whole star, by like, I think it was by two coins or like twenty coins or it was something like that, maybe twelve. I don't know, but it was a very close amount, and it angered me greatly. But uh, yeah, I feel like that is. Probably my second favorite Mario Party. Um, at one point, it was my favorite, but 
then I I just kind of got bored of it and I got tired of it. And it, that's the one thing. It doesn't offer a new experience every time. Um, like you you just gotta you just gotta have the luck of the draw. You know, some games might be good, but some games might be blah. I do like Fairy Square with the whole gambling thing with the different coins and such, but like I said, great game, not as good as five. Uh, seven, seven is oh shoot, I almost forgot. Five and six, intro, or I guess just five, six follow, but five introduced uh, the DK space, which sadly took my man Donkey Kong away from being a playable character, which is why they introduced some more characters, and so now he's just a space. Luckily, he did come back in 10, I believe, but 10 is a piece of garbage, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and then 6, I believe, brought in Toadette. I think so. Toadette was the only new character in that game, I believe, but I don't ever play as Toadette. She was unlockable if you had, an, like, stars in the star bank, but what's the point? Toadette's just a more annoying ver. A version of Toad, which his voice is already annoying. It's like a little scratchy kid, like it's like it's, that probably sounded terrible on there. I'm sorry, I apologize to your eardrums. But anyways, Mario Party Seven. Oh, sh oh my! I keep forgetting stuff. I'm just like I I don't even know why I wrote down notes because I just go all over the place when I start talking. The microphone. Six introduced the microphone as a kid. I didn't even know it because I didn't own six until I was like 13. Um, but, uh, which, because I was born in 2000, wasn't until like 2013. So I was a little past its time. But six introduced the microphone, which was a little thing you'd plug in the memory card slot and you could do mini games, which were really fun. But, uh, I actually had it with seven because seven, I believe, I don't know if six came with it, but seven, the copy I did, it came with the microphone. And so that's the one I remember as being like better uh seven as a kid i loved it but playing it now i don't get the same vibe from it um it's probably in my top five i don't know where at maybe four or five it used to be my second favorite until i played mario pretty six because mario pretty six just has better mic mini games seven is like it's neat it's different it's probably the most different out of the gamecube versions uh because it's it's got like an eight player mode where you have like four teams of two and like if you have eight friends they can like share a controller so someone controls basically the left side and the other person controls the right side which is really whack a really whack idea but I've never done it I've seen uh, I've seen one playthrough of it where they did that um, and it was crazy it was like really hard to follow. Um, and it, a lot of the rules change, but it's whatever. Um, but seven, it's mini games, non-microphone mini games. Uh, they're all right. They're pretty good. Some of them are fun. Uh, but they're bored. The boards, they. That was probably the first Mario Party where they went off where like each board was a different style. Um, like one of them was just make it to the top of. It was like something peak, like. Pogo Peak or something like that, where you're making it to the top of the Kung Fu Mountain with the Kung Fu Koopa, I guess. It was, I don't know, it was like Kung Fu Panda, but Kung Fu Koopa. I don't know, maybe a part two to... I guess there's already a part two to Kung Fu Panda, but whatever. And you make it to the top, 
And you can buy the star for however many coins is on the sign. Sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 30. Uh, and then they had the one where it was like the flowers and the windmills, which is basically the equivalent of like a lesser, not as good version of the Mario Party 8 board where you had the hotels and like however many you invested in there, like whoever had the most got that star in the windmill or whatever. So it was okay, but... Uh, they did have one, I think it was the blooper, blooper something, uh, where it was just a generic style Mario Party, but that's the problem, that's the only one, so I feel like every time I play it, I'm playing that board. Uh, and then they have, they have another one, which is, this is probably the only board I really hate on, uh, it's like, you have, uh, like, Koopa Kid, and he lays down, like, three, there's, like, five boxes, um, like, all over the map, and it's a really small map, but you're on, like, a tower or whatever. It's supposed to be, like, Hollywood or something, and there's, like, only three stars on the board out of those five boxes. So you get three stars, and that's it. Like, that's the most you can have, so there's a chance that possibly one person is not going to end up with a star if everyone has one except for one person. But, like I said, that's... I love the GameCube era, but seven... It was, it ended on a weird note, not a bad note, just a weird, like, they took a weird transition, I guess. They got too creative, if that's a thing. But yeah, we're going a little long on this segment, so we'll come back for the third segment, and probably the last segment, because I'm going to combine the Super Mario Party in with the, we're just going to do the Wii and the Wii U, just, we're going to combine 8 in with the other ones, even though 8 is not a bad one. So uh, yeah, we'll be right back. You guys stay there. Actually, go get yourself a drink or a bag of chips or something, then come back. Did you know there was actually a Mario Party game that was a real board game and not, like, on a video game? It was kind of weird, and it didn't sell very well because uh, it was just hard to play and not as much fun. But jumping back into the next segment for Mario Party 8, 9, and 10... We're going to start with 8, of course we have to because it's chronological order. Mario Party 8 was the last of the classic Mario Party games to just feature, you know, just rolling the dice separately as separate characters. Um, it introduced uh, Blooper, uh, Koopa Troopa, and Dr no, 7 had Dry Bones, but it kept Dry Bones of course, and then Birdo and Toadette and all the other Mario Party characters. Uh, the whole idea of this game was it was like a big carnival, and you had like Mr. Top Pat, like Sir Topham Hat, <laughs> or something from Thomas the Tank Engine, kind of. But uh, it was that was kind of the idea, and there was different tents. But the party tent was where you did all of the like gaming and the party stuff, um, which had, of course, the uh, original battle royale, and then. The team battle, which I never, hardly ever play just because team battle's not as fun. Um, and yeah, uh, it was, it had good game, or good mini games, but um, I think most of the hate it gets is obviously from the motion controls, which any Wii game really is going to get bad feedback about that. Same thing with Skyward Sword, but I actually just uh, bought Skyward Sword the other day and was playing it, and I love it. So, you know, motion controls, yes, it's a thing that sounded good 
when Nintendo was like, oh, the Wii, it's such a brilliant idea, so innovating. Uh, but then looking back, it probably could have been handled better. Um, it just wasn't as well put together as it should have been. Uh, but if you can get past that, it's fun. I love it. The story mode was a little bland. That could have been better. Um, okay, enough talking about this. Like, A was okay, but um, I really I want to get into Mario Party 9 and 10. Mario Party 9 was... Uh, this, this could be a... I almost just thought about doing a roast session on 9 and 10 by itself. But... Because it could have been a whole episode, but I decided against it. Mario Party 9. Okay, so all the other Mario Parties were developed by a company known as Hudson Soft. And after that, after Mario Party 8, um, Hudson Soft, well, most of the people there, um, they, they left, and then the rest of them all went to a new company that I believe, uh, I don't remember the name of, it's on the tip of my tongue, but they all left for this new company, and that new company started developing uh, Mario Party 9 and 10. And the problem with that was, this company, oh, Indie Cube, that's what it was. I knew it was Simpson Cube. Uh, I had to look that up real quick. Indie Cube decided, hey, you know, people don't like Mario Party enough. It needs to be better. We'll we'll fix it and we'll change it. Well, they did the complete opposite. They jacked it up. They jacked up a awesome franchise, one of my favorite games. And here's what they did. If you're not already aware, listen up. Anybody like from Indie Cube, if you ever listen to this, you guys are idiots. Just go home, quit your job, leave and never return. They decided it would be better to put all characters in a car and have them drive each other around so that no matter whose turn it is, the car is going. So you could roll a four, move up four spaces, but then the next three people could roll like tens and you'd already be halfway across the board because they claimed that it was too boring and the characters like other characters turns didn't affect your character so there was no reason to watch so people weren't entertained and like they would play their turn and then just be on their phone or whatever and so they're like yeah this will help fix the problem because you know it affects everyone well it does but in a terrible way obviously these guys are idiots because what do you mean it it didn't affect each other's turns there's this lovely little thing if you played Mario Party called Happening Spaces. Yeah, the little green ones with the question marks. And if you land on them, stuff happens. Which is kind of the why it's called the Happening Star. Like, the, that's the bonus star you get. The Happening Spaces, I've meant. Like, wh- do, have you not ever... Did they even play a Mario Party game before they decided to just change them all up? The Happening Space made that as as well as the, uh, what, what's it called, the chance time, the chance time space or whatever, or miracle star of space or whatever, I think it might have been named at one point, that is what made the game, just the luck and just everything about it. I played that one time I rented uh, Mario Party 9 for Blockbuster, I played it with my cousins and my brother, it was awful, we played half the board and we're like, yeah, this is dumb, this is not entertaining, and we quit. And I was just like, please tell me this is just a one-time thing that they're, you know, that they're going to fix this in 10. 
Uh, no, they didn't. Ten came out. Listen up. Ten came out, and I don't know what they were thinking because it got te- it got terrible reviews and terrible like just everything about it. And they were like, "Hmm. Well, instead of fixing what was the problem and you know taking the car out, we'll just leave it in and you know fix it and fix everything else." And ten, I I've never played, but I have watched several uh like playthroughs of it and like youtubers play it so while i can't say from experience this is stuff that i can see and what they've talked about is it's just it's not fun like the mini games the mini games are still great uh nine and ten have like i wouldn't say great they're good they're not like a huge drop off from the past games but it's just it's awful like you get done with the mini games like oh like you're just waiting you're just trying to get through as fast as you can to get through to the minigame because that's the only fun part about it. And then listen up, listen to this. The stars. The main idea of Mario Party, trying to see who can get the most stars. You take that out. And what do you have? You have nothing. You have a terrible game. They did that and they put in little, like, was it, like, star pieces or star... I think it was star bits. And it's, like, it was pretty much, like, coins. I think... I don't even know if they replaced the coins with it. But it was awful. Like, it was just whoever had the... It was pretty much... Imagine whoever had the most coins winning the game. I think there were... Yeah, there were, like, mini stars or something dumb like that. And there would be little, like, boss modes, like, boss mini games, which were okay, I guess. Like, those were interesting. Um, but it was just... It was terrible. Uh, they also, I guess on a less harsh note, they introduced uh, Shy Guy and Magikoopa, uh, them being unlockable through solo mode, which, I meant two extra characters that nobody plays as is not going to save this terrible garbage you made. The literal epitome of worthlessness and failure like i'm so heated up about this right now you may not be able to tell through just my voice but like if you were here i'm heated like my face is red and i'm getting angry it's the worst of the worst which is why heading into super mario party uh for the switch i am so glad like i didn't i literally stopped paying attention to the mario party games just because i thought they're idiots they're never going to get better and uh was it E3 when they announced that? I was like, oh, like, Super Mario Party is just going to be another crappy one for the Switch. And I was watching the gameplay, and I was like, hey, they're running around. There's no there's no car. Hey, wait a minute. That is that a star? There's no star bits? Wait a minute. And then I like I was getting my hopes up, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I don't want them to be crushed. And then they started talking about it, how they're going back to traditional, you know, every player is for themselves, and they're just trying to get 20 coins for the star. I was... So, so happy. Like, you, I can't even, words can't even begin to describe. Like, I don't have a Switch right now, but I did just get a job at Whataburger. So, you know, come visit me at Whataburger if you want. MLK. Um, that's where, that's the road it's on. Um, if you're not from around here, I wasn't just randomly saying Martin Luther King Jr. That's the, Martin Luther King Boulevard's the one I work on. So, come visit me. Give me a tip or something so I can buy a Switch so I can get just in time for Smash Ultimate and Super Mario Party. I'm hoping if I don't get it in time, it's like it comes out on the fifth, and my birthday's on October thirteenth, so maybe I'll get one for my birthday. But, but I'm hoping, 
I just want to get that game because I'm hoping it's everything I'm dreaming of. I'm not going to go out and say it's going to be like Mario Party 4, 5, or 6, or even 7. I'm not going to, you know, if it's not the best Mario Party, I'm not going to be angry. But I just want it to go try to be better than 9 and 10. Please, please be better than 9 and 10. They were so bad. And so that... Yeah, that's really all I have to say about this. This is a really... My longest episode so far, but it's just because I've been mainly talking about... I spent a lot of time on the GameCube era, and then I just bashed 9 and 10 through the head. But uh, I apologize for that. No, actually, actually, I don't. I tell you, I don't apologize for it. I would never apologize for that. That's the truth. I don't apologize for speaking the truth. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I really have to say. It's just, I like the old ones. Hate the 9 and 10. And I'm hoping Super Mario Party goes back to its old ways. This has been Quickie Nog. Um, lamenting and ranting is feelings towards the Mario Party franchise. Please come back next week for a interesting episode I have planned. No spoilers, uh, as always, but you're going to want to see what's up. Peace out, guys. Have a great day.